This is Biscuit Weasel from the Family Alliance, United Without Limits, and you are listening to the Escape Podcast. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. One is a territory war specialist from Australia. The other is a territory battle tactician from the U.S. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with over a combined 45 years of entertainment under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The CFH Network presents The Escape Podcast, a weekly show about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of The Escape Pod. Cast. We bid farewell to a friend. Capital Games released two server-side updates in a week, and they timed them as best as they could, too. Stop worrying about territory war records. I'll tell you why. We replay the getting to know Carrie bonus and then give you our thoughts on the whole situation. These things and... Breaking news as and if it happens right here today on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. Yes, and we are live once again, and it's great to be here on the Escape Pod cast for yet another week. And uh, look, Paul, I'll tell you what, mate. Look, you know, we've got to start off with this. Uh, everybody's been talking about it, and uh, we actually had to say goodbye this week to a very, very close friend of ours in CG, Carrie. It was announced on the forums earlier in the week that uh, Carrie has, in fact, left Capital Games. And uh, we do wish her all the very best in the future, Paul. Yes, um, as uh, Eric said, over the past five years of the game's development and live service, there have been a number of changes in the Galaxy of Heroes team. And uh, normally, you know, they don't tell you when somebody leaves, but it's when somebody's as prominent as Carrie, um, they they got to say something because, you know, people would start asking, you know, where's Carrie, where's Carrie, where's, where's Carrie? Um and not only is she leaving Capital Games, she's leaving Electronic Arts entirely, which uh, mm. that was huge. Um, we're, we're not necessarily going to get into our thoughts on the carry situation itself no. right away. Uh, we're going to save that uh, for, for the bridge. Mm. Um, and after we replay our bonus episode of episode 16, we're going to replay the getting to know Carrie interview. I think that it's only fitting. Um, I think I did a good job in, in retrospecting that. Um, but if you don't say so yourself, it, man, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you said it too, but yeah, that's no, beside the point. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, the, the one thing that kind of propelled things a little bit forward is that we will in that same, uh, post by Eric, they did let us know that we are getting the road ahead next week. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to this, actually, uh, what's coming. Uh, and look, you know, Malik's got to come back at some stage next month. He has to. Uh, a lot of people no, are talking. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Man, this 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 arena is, is driving me batshit. 
I'm telling you, excuse my French, but it really is. Uh, it's go- it's making me go crazy. I'm watching all these people with, you know, Gear 13 Malix and everything. Man, it's just, it's doing my head in. And, uh, you know, not having him, it's doing my head in. I can't do it. So, I need, we need Malik. We need him back. We need him back, Paul. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry about the swearing there, but that's just the, how I feel, brother. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. You'll just go back and edit that when you send over this side of your copy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is, man. I mean, like, you know, I'm doing the Grand Arena, and I lost the last Grand Arena because I came up against two Gear 13 Maleks, man. And, you know, look, sure. It's okay. stupid. Yeah. It and- is stupid. But, you know, it, it all started, you know, they say with JTR. And then mm. after that, after light side JTR came dark side Darth Treya. Then after Treya came light side JKR. Now there's dark side Malik. Yeah. Next up should be a light side, and you might finally be able to start using your Padme there, Scotty. Well, that's right, and that's what I'm hoping for because that's the team that I'm working on, and uh, that's the team that I think needs uh, to be the meta, uh, Padme. I mean, like, you know, I'll just be in love with the meta then, and that will be fun uh, because I'm not loving the meta right now. (laughs) Yeah, the the only people that are loving the meta are the people that that either read those tea leaves, that that very, very small percentage of the community that read the tea leaves for free, or the people that have paid something into this. And Mm -hmm. even some of the people that have paid something into this, they're still waiting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I will let the cat out of the bag. Once we do find out when Malik is coming back, we've got a really, really cool interview lined up. I'm not going to exactly say who it is, but it's, it's somebody that that is pretty exclusive to Malik themselves as well, if you ask me. Mm, absolutely, yeah, and you'll definitely want to be hearing that one. But, Paul, I want to get into, uh, look, some of the community content, but before I do, uh, a shout-out to my boy, Tenpool. Hope he's well, and uh, also my Happy arena. Happy birthday, Tenpool. Yep, and uh, also my arena is problematic as well, Heinzy, and it brings me to my next point, uh, and that is, of course, uh, look, you know, going around the community from earlier this week because, you know, let's face it, I mean, there hasn't been too much that's been coming out from the developers, and I can understand that. I mean, we've just lost the head producer producer of the game so I can get that but look I wanted to go around the community and first things first Paul if you'll indulge me earlier in the week uh, Urzatron one of our very own actually got on to uh, his channel and it was for the Grand Arena Championships and it was on the day that it was announced that Carrie had been has uh, left the game and uh, she's left CG as well but Urza well I'll tell you what man he went on an epic rant for about 40 minutes and you can see it on YouTube today make sure you go and have a look at it but one of the points that Urza made which I wanted to highlight right here is exactly how I've been feeling in the game as well this is from Urza's uh, big chat the other day take a listen to this I'm sort of pissed right now I'm pissed that we are we have two Star Wars games. And they've just locked us into these two games, both of which both of which were supposed to be pay to play models, pay to win models, pay to advance models, whatever the hell you want to call it. Both of them were designed to be that way. People freaked out about Battlefront and they backed off. Star Wars Galaxy Heroes remain that way. I'm fine. But here's the thing that they've missed on. They completely missed I am a white male who is 40 f- years old. All right? Hello, what They have here? priced me out of this game. I have a job, a career, and I have disposable income. 
They have made the pricing on this game absolutely so insane. I have been priced out. And the final straw, guys, the final straw was that stupid $100 pack for the three Gear 13 pieces. That was it for me. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is so stupid. It's not paying for new content, paying for a new character. It is paying to stay with the match, to stay up with your peers, paying to stay up with the race. That is garbage. Garbage. I'm sorry. If that's that's like the most abusive thing you can do to your player base. And it took everything in my body as a content creator for this game to not buy that pack. And I didn't. And it's all I have left of my freaking gaming soul or whatever is that I didn't shell out for the stupid $100 pack. That is ridiculous. I don't know if Carrie was responsible for that. I don't know if that came from the top as a last kind of last chance to just gouge the whales. I, I don't know. That is absolute insanity. And he's not wrong. I completely agree with him. That pack that he's talking about, Paul, uh, is 100% right. I mean, in Australia, it was $160 for that pack. Over in the UK, for the first time ever, those guys were actually spending $120 euro to buy that pack. In Japan, that pack was worth around $200. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. And I agree with him. He's not wrong. Yeah, and we're not going to get into the whole, don't don't worry, listeners, we're not going to start talking about milk and petrol and all that stuff again. <laughs> um, but for what it's worth, I will defend that pack because it took a lot of time away from the average player to get those Gear 13 pieces. But I will defend Urza to the death on that. I agree with Urza on on the whole on the whole stance on it. But I will also defend that the pack was a damn good deal. For $100, we're just going to say US. For $100, you're getting between $150 and $200 worth of your time in in spending crystals to get all of those pieces. So I will defend the pack but I will not defend how it was delivered. I think it was a good deal, but it was low. I disagree. I completely disagree. I I didn't think that that pack was worthwhile whatsoever. I really didn't. I mean, I'm like Urza, man. I did not buy that pack, and I I will not buy that pack. I mean, I felt the same way as Urza. As soon as I saw the pricing on that pack, I thought... I was I was also locked out of the game as well. I've got a career, sure. I don't earn as much money as what certain people do. I work in, um, you know, I work in commercial radio, and we all know that that's only worth a penny each hour, you know. So for me, that pack, it look. I'm going to use a word that Urs uses quite a lot. It was problematic. That's all there was to it, man. And it, it to me, I, I just looked at it and I just thought. Exactly right. $160. And I said this before, man. I could not justify to myself, even even to my wife as a content creator. I, I couldn't. I couldn't justify that. 
you know? Well, she was overseas then. I know she was, but <laughs> I still couldn't justify it, Paul. I just couldn't, man. And, you know... I, and that's, I understand. And that's why I've only got one Gear 13 character. Now, you know, here lies the problem, man. I mean, like, there's such a huge discrepancy between pay-to-play whales and krakens and free-to-play people. I mean, sure, okay, it might take you a lot longer now to actually start gearing up for Gear 13. But, man, I am done. I am done with doing, going, you know, all out for Gear 13. I'm sorry to everyone in Yavin 4 who's in my guild. I will not go for Gear 13. I'm looking at gearing up other characters. As Darth Microtransaction said earlier in the week, I 100% agree with him. I'm sorry, guys, for, you know, for going on the negative here, but, you know, I'm with Darth Microtransaction on this this week. I'm, I'm back to enjoying the game. The last three months for me has been just simply leveling up my characters that I want to level up. Doing what I want to do in the game. Seeing characters like the Imperial Troopers, for example, that can do some good things. Finally working on them. Getting them to the gear 12 that they should be. Getting my first order to gear 12 like they should be. You know, I refuse to go to the gear 13 just at the moment. I mean, until I need to do it, you know, because I've been told that I have to. Uh, from my guild but as far as I'm concerned man the, the free to play to the you know the dolphin and whale uh, kraken sort of uh, you know feeling I would even say that this is priced out the dolphins from the game too Paul to be fair this $160 yeah, uh, pack has priced them out it priced me out well remember you know I did say directly to Carrie and it was kind of funny how this happened I said directly to Carrie on, on our 16th episode I told her, I am not going to buy a freaking stun gun for 1,400 crystals. Mm. Do you, did you happen to see what happened the following week in the weekly shipments? Yeah, they changed it. Yeah, 1,350. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But still, I, I mean, for, the, for what it's worth, you know, if we can do it, I, I, I'm not... I'm not revolting against Capital Games when I say this. I'm speaking on behalf of a player mm. that the prices that they're doing are getting ridiculous. Agreed. Yes. You know, it was our first episode when, when they un released the, the 1999 pack where you get the same crystals as a $10 purchase plus 10 more for just one penny. If you remember that 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 joke that I so loved, um, but it, it all comes down to: Are we going to continue to pay this, or are we going to say, "This is what we play, this is what we'll focus on, and this is what we're going to do," and the guild gets together and does it. And then maybe the Alliance gets together and does it. And then after that, maybe the community can get together and do something about it and say no more. I'm all for capital games making money because that means the longevity of the game. I agree. But if it's at the expense of gambling addiction... Mm-hmm then that's where we have to put our foot down together. And, yep. you know, th this is, this is, this is going to lead you right in. I I'm, I'm segueing you right into what um, 
right into what you're going to play next is we have our wishes for the next person that takes the mantle of where Carrie was and goes forward as a public-facing person who is going to talk to us. It should be the community manager. And I would love to see Crumb step up and communicate more with us. I love having him on. Mm. I'd love to have him on some more. But when they start communicating with us, they need to be able to say, we hear you. Exactly. If you are going if you are going to to front face Capital Games, I know we have our super secret CG moles. <laughs> yes. If you guys are going to listen to me, the words that come out of the mouth of the next person that will be doing that position, I need to hear them. We hear you. Because I know I know that at least, Scotty, at least a thousand people hear us and they talk to their guild members, right? Yep. And they talk to their alliance, right? Mm -hmm. And then the alliances talk to the community. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, we may not have the numbers of, of, of other content creators, but we have the captive ears when they're sitting in their cars, when they're sitting, you know, you know, at work listening to us that we, we have maybe more of an influence and in, in, in a responsibility, mm. in my opinion, because we have the attention span-driven listeners. All of our listeners, talk to your guildmates. We need to be heard. Rant over. What else is on the wish list, Scotty? Well, no, look, I'll, I'll throw my point of view in on this, man, and that's 100% correct. Everything you just said is 100% correct. That's what I want to hear as well. I mean, I need to hear that. I mean, I know that Crumb, look, he works his backside off. Eric works his backside off. Carrie worked her ass off, guys. She really did. And, you know, the toxicity that's been out there about CG, it's probably, you know, look, some of it's warranted. Not all, not all of it, but some of it is. And, uh, you know, I just feel as if, you know... I don't know, man. I want to see this game last for about the next 10 years, brother. I really do. And at the moment, you know, content creators are coming out left, right, and center, like this one that I'm about to play for you. And they're coming up with different ideas. And, you know, one of the ideas that they actually said, this particular content creator, he said, you know, they need to work with YouTubers more. Well, I just think that they need to work with content creators as a whole more, which would be much, much better. And also work with the people more that play this game. Listen to what they say. Not so much, you know, all of us content creators. I mean, I'm happy to take a step back and say, look, you know, I'd be happy if, if you know, a, a massive guild or a couple of other guilds all got together, you know, that we had like a cross-section of players, you know, that were free to play, dolphins, you know, that sort of thing. And they all got together and they actually had something going on with CG. That would be really cool. But something that really needs to come to this game, which is 100% right from Cubs fan Han earlier this week when he outlined the top five things that he wants to see the new producer bring to this game was a sandpit mode. Take a listen to this. That is a sandbox mode. Now look, it might be easy for someone at Capital Games to say, we just don't, we don't have the time and resources to invest into a sandbox mode. I get it. So cut corners. 
cut corners. Copy your code from Grand Arena or from Territory Wars and apply it to an allies or guild situation. So here's what this looks like. Let's say you can sign up for a mock Grand Arena with any of your allies. It's always open. There's no rewards. There's no cost to participate. No crystal refreshes. Just go in. Have a friend program a team. You can go attack it as many times as you want. Copy the format. Copy all of that. Just remove all of the time restrictions. Remove all of the rewards. Everything else. In my humble opinion, we deserve this kind of content. So many other games have it. And for a game where you have so many mod complexities, where you have so many synergy complexities, where you have so much need to understand how different teams function, what the attack strategy is against different teams, this is a this is a game mode that we deserve and that does not need to be monetized and that does not need to um, be overly complex to put together. We deserve a sandbox mode, Capital Games, and new senior producer, whoever you are. This might be the best, the, the top item on my list. Yeah, well, that's from Cubs fan Han from earlier in the week. He's he's right in a way in that you know we've got so many characters, you know that we've got on our rosters. What is it, Paul? It's 168 characters or plus that we have in our rosters. Yeah, uh, you yeah know, I. I- I'm not going to count right now, but I think that's true. And, you know, I, when, uh, when you finish your point, I have my idea of how sandbox mode should work. I don't know if I've ever shared it. No, you live. haven't. No, you haven't. And I want you to share it, man. But, uh, you know, look, Cubs is right. I mean, like, I would love to see this come into the game. I mean, how good is it? I mean, one of the big things that we all love in this, in, in this community is how much do we love theory crafting different teams? Look at that Jawa team that came out just recently. We want to use characters that, you know, are actually good for other things. You know, we want to be able to use them and we don't want to be sitting, seeing, you know, Bastilla on the bench or we don't want to be seeing the Jawas sitting on the bench. We want to use them for something. Give us something that we can use them for. Paul, what's your idea? Okay, so we have all of these unspent ally points that people, you know, say, give us something else to use them for. They were used for tournaments, right? That they were, yes. Yeah, so, you know, ally points should be used for things that you do with your allies, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, Cubs wants it to be free to do. I'm I'm a little on the fence I think that there should be way should be something to spend down to be able to do this so you're not just sitting there playing over and over and over trying trying this thing. You know, it, it's it's more of a personal experience than it is a ability to just do something. Otherwise, you know, you'll you'll sit there and have a friend put in Gamorian guard and you go smash him 15 million times. Yeah. <laughs> now, that being said, you your your friend uses ally points to set a defense. Yep. And then you spend ally points to fight against defense. You have 50 people to choose from because they're all your allies that you've gained these ally points by doing 
missions with, right? Yep. I like it. I like it. So I can fully support the idea and the notion, man, of using ally points for something. And that would be, that solved that problem. I mean, because as it turns out at the moment, I mean, what are we using our ally points for? Uh, Opening the chromiums? Bronziums. Well, that too, yeah. So, you know, what are we using it for? We're not using it for anything. The ally points just continue to accumulate. I've got something like 400,000 ally points, Paul. What have you got? I'm, I think I'm sitting at 300,000 right now. And there was a point where I was at zero. And you know how long ago that was? Probably about two or three months ago. Yeah. I've accumulated that many ally points in this time. And I do every single week. Mm. I will spend those ally points on whatever they have in weekly shipments so I could do something with them. Yeah, yeah as opposed to getting an auto clicker, uh, <laughs> you know, and... <laughs> Just opening up the uh, opening up those packs, but yeah. It, well, pro tip, yeah. Pro tip: When I went from eight hundred thousand down to zero two or three months ago, I did use an auto clicker. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, it's not something that I use. I just continue to accumulate the ally points because you know we get five free uh, what uh, bronzy packs a day. I just use those because let's face it, man. I mean, I've got too many um, droids to train up my characters. I've got enough credits in my ca- in my account. Yeah, sure, okay, I'm an end game player, but that's just that's just uh, you know how it is for me. You know, I'd love to see that. Yeah, shard shop. Yeah, I use it for the shard shop as well. And, you know, it's just how it is for me. But, you know, Paul, I've got to say, you know, I'm going to go back to an aroundabout face here. And, you know, let's go back to Urza's video for a second. And sure, the, the day that Carrie, it was announced that Carrie had left Capital Games... Man, the wind was knocked out of me, brother. I felt like our fearless leader had left. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are, we're, as as mentioned, we will get more into um, our, our definitive thoughts on Carrie. Um, that, you know, it, it, it kind of sucks that we're going to end the, the Carrie Gauskas era mm. with the end of this show. Because by next week, we're going to have a road ahead and we're going to be celebrating whoever it is that steps into it. But, you know, there, you know what? I, I, I can't, Scotty. I got to save it for the end because, yeah, because I, I, I've got so much emotion built up that I, I, if I, if I, if I say it now, I don't know if I can get through the rest of this show. Yeah, uh, understood. Understood, man. Understood. I feel the same way as you, uh, 100%. But look, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll be back with uh, something that Paul's been working on uh, for quite some time, actually, when it comes to Zetas and also this territory war thing that he was talking about at the top of the show. I'm really interested to hear Paul's rant on that. Stick around. This is the Escape Pod cast. Hi, this is Cyphermaster SB Crumb, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. 
With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Macias will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Macias has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Macias today on Discord at all lowercase Macias number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at MacayasMods at gmail.com. Macias Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Hey there, Escape Podawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net. Hey everyone, Biscuit Weasel here from the Planet Coruscant and the HSTR project. Some of you may have seen my latest videos about my modding and Grand Arena strategy, but I want to help you personally. Head on over to patreon.com slash biscuitweasel, that's weasel with a Z, and check out my new Patreon rewards. And while they last, the first 10 people to sign up at the $10 level will get the whole $30 package for their first month. That's patreon.com slash biscuitweasel. Remember, that's with a Z. Today. The Escape Pod cast with Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Yeah, and welcome back to the Escape Pod cast. And uh, at the top of the show, you may have heard Paul talking about the territory wars and uh, people getting a little bit concerned about the territory wars. Paul, what's going on? So, so you want you want me to go into this? You don't want to talk about what we want in the road ahead first? Uh, no, no, you know, no, no, I, no, 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 no. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. All right, because I'm the territory right, war guy. So, I want to hear what you you've know. got to say, man. I'm the territory war guy. I love territory wars. So tread lightly. <laughs> I, all I know, I don't give a care, Scotty. I ain't gonna tread lightly around you, and you damn well know that. <laughs> go but for I'm it. I'm gonna tell you this. What, what, you know, when it comes to when, when it comes to people saying, "Oh, I need such and such a record out of the out of a guild that I want to join for territory wars," they need to back off of that, right? Because territory wars is not your source of zetas. They're 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 saying, "Oh, you're holding back zetas from me." No, we're not. No, they're not. Because this is what I pulled up. I, I, I pulled the numbers. I'm going to base this off of the month of February. Exactly four weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if I'm basing it off of a four-week month, you get 24 Zetas with a variance of zero over the course of four weeks from the challenges themselves. Yep. There's no variance. You're guaranteed 24 Zetas per month if you are... Th- I- I'm talking endgame. I-, I have to preface this by saying I am talking endgame. Well, you also get those two... Well, sometimes, depending on the month, you could get two free Zetas from just logging in. Well, th- th- you get... I've, I've got that. I've got that in this. And yep. I'm basing it off of the month of February. Okay, so that okay. was one. Yep. So 24 guaranteed from challenges. Well, I'll, I'll jump ahead and say you've got one... From your daily login. All right? Mm-hmm. 
Now, you are going to get either the Mother Talzin or the Wicket Challenge every single every single month, one or the other, unless it's December and then they give you every single event ever made on December twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. But you are going to get two. You could get four. There's a variance of two. Okay. Yep. I'm with you. I'm following you. All right. Grand Arena Championships. You can get up to eight mm-hmm. in four weeks. Mm-hmm. But that has a variance of eight. You could get zero from Grand Arena Championships. Correct. If you are doing your very, very best in Fleet Arena, if you're taking first every day with the amount of Fleet Arena currency that you get, you could get 25 Zetas. 25, Scotty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. There, if you are getting the minimum, you can get 11. So there's a guaranteed another 11 Zetas. So that's the guaranteed right now based on challenges and fleet arena, even if you suck. There is a guaranteed 35 yep. Zetas. Yep. Yep, exactly. And then you also have you also have the one for the daily login, thirty six Zetas. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm going to go into territory war. You can get up for if they run it every other week. You can get up to twelve Zetas, but you're guaranteed eight. That is two full Zeta mats. Yep. But the variance for territory wars is only three. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, it's only four. Yep. You're guaranteed eight Zetas. You can gain a maximum of 12. That's right. Yep. So, of that, 5.4% of your Zetas are based on your territory win-loss record. Correct. Grand Arena Championships is t- is a- a- almost 11%. And that's on you. Your fleet, your fleet arena is... 19%. Once again, that's on you. Mm. And that's the variance percent. That's not the total. That's the variance percent. So if somebody is complaining about, oh, this, you know, I can't believe you guys are losing so much. Or if somebody's saying, I'm not going to join your guild because you don't do well in territory wars, you're complaining about 5.4% of something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go for the given. Go for the guild community that can pull together to get Watt Tambor shards. P- go for the guild community that lifts each other up. Go for the community itself. Stop worrying about the darn Zetas and start worrying about yourself in your Grand Arena Championships and how you're doing there. And especially, stop neglecting your damn ships. I agree with that, 100%. I've actually uh, gone into, uh, you know, the top spot quite regularly in the ships and absolutely love the ships, man. Absolutely love the ships meta. I'm enjoying that ships meta. Now, look, it's probably going to get me a bit of hate here. And, uh, you know, people saying, oh, it's the, the ships meta is stale, blah, blah, blah. Look, it can be. Yeah, you could probably say that it is. But having said that, I'm enjoying that ships meta more than I'm enjoying Malik. But then again, I'm a Malikist less player. So, yeah, it is what it is for me. But, you know, 
that's the way I feel about it at the moment. I'm I'm really enjoying that uh, that ship's meta, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's all, all of all of my numbers have come from maximum participation, mm. and and also my numbers reference everything for yourself. Yes, if people aren't joining, they're not improving. That is true. If people can't get to a certain level. Mm. there there's a problem and they need to work on that themselves but if you guys are doing everything else right if 50 people are joining territory wars then that's 50 people getting a variance of four yep yep i agree i agree um yep 100 i i've just gone and done the numbers with you as you were talking about all of that and uh yeah 100 percent. oh they're all in the bullpens scotty they're, they're all in the bullpen i put them in there for you to be able to 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 be able to follow along oh, no 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 i wanted and to i wanted to be like a listener man and actually write it all down as you were saying it and i didn't yeah and uh you, you know you're 100 percent right man 100 percent. i agree with you i agree with you and uh you know but we, so, we don't want a passenger in territory wars though you know, that's the thing, as Heinze no, saying. Don't. You know, like if you're if you're someone that says, "Oh, look, I want to, I want my uh, free Zeta mats uh, from you know playing in the territory wars," you know, that's all fine. But as long as you participate as well, and you are per- a person that's going to use that Zeta mat to its full potential, the f- the two full Zeta mats that you get a month, if you use them to the, your full potential and don't, you know. Uh, Zeta characters like Rose Tico and Scoundrel Han. Um, <laughs> and Body Rook. And Body Rook. <laughs> you know, which leads me to my next point, uh, you know, of England are the greatest cricket team in the world. And that's... Uh, <laughs> Hey, I took the bullet for you. You didn't need to do that. No, but okay. okay, it's done. It's done. And, uh, you know, and so, you know, it just leads me to that point. So I, I just thought about it and I just thought, you know what? You've, you can't be a passenger. You've got to be someone that's going to be hitting the territory war. If you're someone that's so concerned about territory war and getting those aiders, well, pull your finger out and do something about it. And when you are doing the territory wars, do it. So yeah, and stop leaving turn meter. Yeah, stop leaving turn. Yeah, oh, um, I I did that the last one, so I apologize. Uh, that was me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought Thrawn in with my Millennium Falcon, so you know we all made a mistake last, <laughs> yeah. uh, last territory war. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, I did that last territory war, but anyway, moving right along. I digress. No, I did that this one. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, dude, what are you doing? Uh, look, you know we all do make mistakes. I agree with you, uh, Jeff Fett, man. I, I agree. We do all make mistakes, and uh, yeah, if we make a mistake, just own up to it and just say. Hey guys, I'm so sorry. I screwed this up. Uh, just, just own it. Uh, if you made the mistake, yeah. you know that's all that matters. If, if you, if you go put a Gear Nine Marauder on your Darth Revan team, you know, at least tell the Territory War officer that you did it right away before you start a podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> all right, now. Let's get on to the big, big, big stuff that we need to talk about here, Paul. The big stuff. And that is The Road Ahead. It's coming out next week. And I actually thought, 
about some things that I want to see in the road ahead. If you'll uh, if you'll let me start the conversation here, Paul, because by all means, I you look. If you watch a lot of the content creators videos that are out there on YouTube or you listen to a number of content creators or even if you've gone over to Reddit and you've gone and seen uh, the huge post which is over there at the moment about uh, the things that they want coming to the game and things like that, uh, there's a great post that's on there uh, at present. I will reference the person in just a sec uh, when I find it. But anyway, I want to talk about what's uh, actually happening uh, You know, for, for what I want to see in the road ahead. And... Uh, Look, Paul, I've got to start off with it. Key Addy Mundy, he has to be a character that we see in this road ahead. We need to see this character come to the game to make Padme even better. But not only that, you know, this is a this is a Jedi Council character that really needs to come into the game. Uh, I don't care if he's going to come in as, you know, a, a marquee event or something like that. We need to see him come to the game. On that note... Uh, other new characters I want to see come to the game. Uh, Admiral Trench. I would like to see him come to the game to help the Separatist team out. I think that that needs to happen. And uh, I'd like to see the clone rework, some new clones as well. And I'd like to see a Mace Windu rework too. And I'd like to see when the hell are we going to get this malevolence? What's going on with it? I'd like to see that. And not only that, well, you know, if we must, Jar Jar Binks needs to come to the game as well. Um, you know, we are in the Clone Wars era. Uh, so Jar Jar is another character that I'd like to see in this next road ahead. But the main character... Oh, God. The, yeah, look, why not, man? Why not? I mean, he can run from battle. He can do whatever he likes. And uh, Jar Jar, look, let's bring him into the game. He's probably the, the, the most senior character that's left, that's out there, that hasn't come to the game, except for this character that I'm about to mention, and that's Holdo. Holdo needs to be in this next road ahead blog post as well. Paul, what about you? You mean Hondo. Hondo, sorry. <laughs> you mean Hondo. Hondo, sorry. <laughs> Hold, Holdo's in the game. Yeah, I know. Against many people's wishes. Yes, Hondo. Hondo is not in the game <laughs> against many people's wishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hondo. Hondo's the character I'd like to see come to the game. That's... I, I mean, why not? And, you know, I, I, I think I heard somebody talking about it, and, and whoever it is... I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think that it was in Urza's stream last night uh, in his after show. Hondo needs to be the second person to use summoning tech. He mm. needs to summon the uh, the monkey lizard. Mm. Mm. You know, in a salacious bee crumb type. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, we we did talk about. I thought that salacious bee crumb should be summoned by Jabba to be his on field. You know, his on field character but still nonetheless look you know, I would love to see something come with Hondo and whenever it does happen we definitely got to get Thaddeus back on for that. Oh, absolutely. You know, Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, man. Massive shout out to you because this is a character that he's wanted for quite some time in Hondo. But I, I want to, can I just go back to my Jar Jar Binks point that I was making a second ago, because a lot of people, if you must. a lot of people are saying, you know, that oh Jar Jar, why? Well, look, let's face it. I mean, let's have a look at it. If you were to type in to Google about, you know, the top uh, most annoying characters that are in Star Wars, yeah, Jar Jar's on that list. But so is L three thirty seven, and damn, that bloody droid's in this game. You know, I love that droid, sir. 
The, you and I are on opposite ends of that. I hate that droid. The Ewoks are in this game. They were known as one of the most annoying characters back in the uh, 1982, uh, up until Jar Jar came along. The Ewoks are here. Come on. Jar Jar needs to come to the game. Paul? Jar Jar. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Jar Jar. They, they brought him in. Okay, so they actually brought Jar Jar into... The, uh, the dice and card game, Star Wars Destiny, made by Fantasy Flight. You know, some of our listeners know how much I love my Fantasy Flight games. Mm-hmm. Scotty, do you know when I stopped playing? When Jar Jar came to the game. When they brought Jar Jar Binks into the, <laughs> into the game Star Wars Destiny. Now, it was, more, it was more the fact that, you know, I had a lot of financial obligations at that point that I had, had to stop. But, it, it you know... They did do the right. For Fantasy Flight, they did play Jar Jar correctly. And yes, I think he could have a fun kit, but I don't think of it... I don't see where it could be a strong kit. And I worry about that because they will have to play into the fact that he is a bumbling idiot. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not talking about him being a meta character. Not at all. Absolutely not. But you know what? But they're going to do it anyway. C-3PO is a meta character, but C-3PO was one of the most annoying. Yes, he was. And he's in the game. Is he not? And he's in the game. Yeah, that's right. I I love Anthony Daniels. Do not get me wrong. I love Anthony Daniels. Yeah. 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 But C-3PO is an annoying piece of metal. (laughs) Uh, Look, I grew up, man. I enjoyed C-3PO when I was growing up. I mean, (laughs) I did. (laughs) I'm sorry. I did. I'm sorry. I did. Uh, No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm looking at... I looked over to the listener lounge for a second. Buzzsaw. Why don't you be able to put Jar Jar on your enemies team? <laughs> <laughs> now, that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. But, you know, look, I, I think that he needs to come in. I mean, we're doing Clone Wars stuff right now. This is the, you know, this is this is where it's at. I mean, you know, look, a lot of people, well, let's face it, man. I mean, a lot of people that play this game right now, uh, you know, people that grew up with this Clone Wars era. Uh, from 1999, I'm not one of them. I actually grew up in the um, OG trilogy uh, era because I was born in 1982. Late. But I did watch yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I grew up in that. But, you know, you, 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 look, the 1999, 2001 and 2002 movies, look, the, it, it, this, is, this is the time. This is the time to for Jar Jar to come in. It's also the time for Admiral Trench to come into the game as well. It's the time for the clone rework. It's the time for them to stand up. It's the time for the Jedi reworks as well. And it's the time for the malevolence to come into the game. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, they're the ones that need to come in. They need to come in. That's... You know, what I want to see out of this road ahead is I want to see more of a map of events. Yeah. We ha- remember we had you're you're calling for all these characters, Scotty, and I'm sitting here going, okay, that's two hundred dollars, that's four hundred dollars, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about the cost that it will be for for the Krakens and for for those people, and how much 
they're going to spend to get ahead of us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and they're going to get ahead of us, and we're going to just go in this continual cyclical mindset of, oh, they're getting better. You know, and Grand Arena is going to match up that GP and all that stuff, and it's going to be even further deep rosters that they're matching up against. It's it's a scary cyclical thing. Yep. Um, but I'm hoping to see, you know, I always love the quality of life improvements that they give us. Maybe we'll finally get that multi-sim for the, for the bronziums. Or maybe we will get the sandbox mode. You know, it all comes around. I want to see the new features. I want to see new content aside from characters. Maybe we finally get the galactic chase of a character. Yeah. And that's a way to, to disperse whatever the, you know, Gene Ocean Brood Alpha of light side is going to be. Maybe we could get a head start on that. That'd be great. We're probably not going to, but that would be great. Yeah. Maybe we already have it. Maybe it's Padme. Who knows? Yeah. Look, I, I mean, fine. Fine. I mean, like, I agree with you. I mean, like, and these could be all events in which you'd get these characters as well, you know, to seven star or to five star or whatever, to farm certain characters. Uh, you know, like, that. these are the sorts of things that, you know, I agree with you on. The different events and different things, maybe even giving us the, you know, the, the fact that we can now sim the HAAT raid. You know, which would be nice to be. That would be nice. Which that would be nice to be able to sim sim tank. They did talk about possibly looking into simming tank. Maybe we get sim tank next. Well, and also I would like to see a next phase of the raid as well. Let's give let's give the Rancor a bit of an update. You know, so that we can actually go and do it again and say how hey that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, like let's let's give the Rancor an update. Let's give the Tank Raid a small little update, but don't over nerf them. Don't make them so ridiculously hard that you can't get through it. I mean, you can still get through it. You know, if you work as a team, that's fine. But I, I mean, like a Mythic Raid type scenario that they've been talking about for quite some time. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, to see come into the game as well at some stage. Well, they haven't been talking about it. The, the, the supposed leakers talked about it. Yeah, well, that's true. And the sandbox mode, obviously, you know, that a lot of people are calling out for in the listener lounge as well. I mean, like, you know, I think that that would be great. But the Mythic Rancor, it would be pretty awesome. Yes, a Death Star raid. I would love to see that come to the game. I mean, we've got ships at the moment, but what are we using our ships for? A ship's meta? That's it. I mean... Can we use the ships for a Death Star raid, please? Please? You know? I mean, even if it's a territory battle, I don't care. I just want to be able to use my ships for something. And yes, the data mine did show mythic raids, but I want to use my ships for something. You know? The ships the ships inflate your GP so much, Paul, that, you know, there's a reason for them. So let's give them a reason to be existing in the game. You know, a scroll feature for Squad Arena instead of the refresh button for finding certain ranks. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea as well from Hellenix. You know? Being able to rewatch battles from Grand Arena and Territory War. Yes. Being able to see who left the frickin' turn meter. Yes, that would be good. That, you know, you, you want to you see a guild shakeup real quick? Mm. 
give us that feature. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are these are really cool quality of life things as well, Paul, which is good. Uh, you know, and I'm and I'm all for that as well. I mean, I, there's one more quality of life that I'd like to see implemented into the game, and that is being able to use your ship energy to get your 600 credits in for each day for the raids. Oh, that that, that would that would be nice. That would be nice, but they'd have to retool everything because, you know, three refreshes and 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 a sleep gets you your six hundred. Yeah, but if you are on top of it constantly, one refresh and using your cantina energy gets you your six hundred. But if you're doing, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I've shared this little trick, and I hope I'm not shooting myself in the foot in doing this. But there is, you can, you gain 45 Cantina energy every single day, right? Mm. If you do three Sims of the eight energy, you spend 24. Correct. You will never, ever see me at the top of the Cantina energy like I used to. Because if they release something on the Cantina node, I'm saving my energy to be able to farm for that. Mm. Because you do not get capped for bonus energy or purchased energy from, like, the 799 pack that came out. By the way, Scotty, real rewind to segment one. They are not pricing people out of the game for that seven ninety nine pack. That's a damn good deal. I'm not saying that one is the hundred and twenty dollar yeah, pack. I'm saying are. that one's a great deal. Yeah, the hundred one. Yeah, yeah. But but I, I like the now, I, I like the point now that fast forward. Back. I, I like uh, just quickly. I'll, I'm going to throw this in for Zaz because <laughs> this is something that I wish I had right now. A cancel button or an edit button that you can actually do to pull out. To, you know, to, if you accidentally put them in the TW or TB. Uh, or even, uh, you know, your Grand Arena, you know, the, the cancel or perhaps even edit button that, you know, if you accidentally put a character in that's gear 9 that should be a gear 12 character, that would be awesome if you could edit the team while you've got them on defense. But it'd have to, it'd have to go away. It would have to go away after like five minutes or officers can undo it after, you know, up to no, two hours No, no, or no, no, no. You've got like 24 that. hours to put down your defense, Right. Well, okay. In so, that lock-in so phase. For that, yes. But, um, it, you know, you're talking about Zaz saying if you accidentally put something into territory battles. No, because I don't want somebody going, yeah. <laughs> I put my Darth Revan in, and I'll kill. I'm going to open up the, the combat missions. No, I mean... Ha-ha, I have my Darth Revan back. Yeah, no, I don't mean that. But mainly territory wars and, you know, GAC. Uh, if you've gone and put the wrong team on there and you can, you, you're in that lock-in phase, you've got 24 hours, you've loaded your team in, they're, they're ready to go. To not be able to edit that and say, oh, hang on, I might have done something wrong here, and then you go back and have another look Maybe at it. Maybe for officers. Yeah. Maybe for officers being able to do for, for a longer period of time. But if you're, a, if, if you're not an officer in your guild, you know, you don't want somebody griefing the officers who spend their time getting ready for territory wars. How would you like it if, you know, let, let's, let, let's use Tenpool. He, he's, he's one of our friends. How would you like it if Tenpool drops in his Darth Revan team to fill all the, to, to fill the final spot and then 
you go ahead and, and sit back and relax, and 10 minutes later, Tenpool has pulled his Darth Revan out, and we go into the territory war one squad short because they decided they didn't want to do it because they wanted to brief the officers. No. No, 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 no. This is not, no. I'm, yeah, Tenpool, no, you wouldn't do it. I know you wouldn't do it. But no, no, I'm more so referring to the fact that you are locked in no matter what. You can't pull that team out. That's that. I mean, like, if you've put a leadership person in there, that's fine. It's just for that. You know what you can change the the uh, you know if you've made a mistake you know like you should be able to change it you know in that lock-in period that's the way i feel you know you should be able to change it if you've made a mistake and you can only change one character not an entire team one character i think that would be good just one because yeah no changes in the last two hours an edit button it's easy yeah, it, it just, it's, the, the whole no changes that Jolemi is 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 saying in the listener lounge, no changes in the last two hours, then all of a sudden it becomes everybody's waiting till those last two hours, and then your territory war officers are biting their nails, wondering why people aren't deploying. You know, it, and, and there are guilds that deal with that constantly. Sometimes we, you know, I have to deal with it with territory battles. I shouldn't have to, Scotty. No, I know. It's a 36-hour phase instead of a 24-hour phase. Yes, sometimes it starts at midnight instead of noon. But, you know, your guild, your community, as I mentioned in the beginning, should be ready and should be... You have to play with people that are like-minded. And if there's somebody who's not like-minded or or sitting on their on their bench for whatever reason, they need to possibly be rehomed. You need to be able to gel with your guild to achieve success. Nobody, not, I'm not asking every single person right now to be able to go and defeat the last Count Dooku mission in Phase 4. I'm not saying that has to be done. All I want you to do is have a Dooku able to be able to do that and attempt it. Yeah. Well, what's the worst that could happen? You get good RNG and actually pass it and earn us 20 credits. Sweet. Look, Seabrus, uh, Darth Seabrus has actually come up with a great idea for the edit button. An officer only remove button would be better. Like, and then that's when they tag you on Discord or something and say, mate, try again. You've stuffed that up. Do it again. You know, that would be good. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be such a bad thing, would it? You know, D- Dagger's in there saying, you know, it, it's super passive aggressive. Um, not when you're, not when you actually lead. Mm. Now, when you actually are a leader and say, this is why you shouldn't do that, instead of saying, nope, try again. Like, you know, I'm not saying Cerberus is being passive aggressive in that case, but it depends on the leader. If if you think somebody's being passive aggressive because they remove your thing and ask you to try again, maybe 
look in the mirror first. <laughs> oh, Paul, firing up today. And, uh, you know, look, I think that, uh, you know, I think it's definitely something that, you know, could be seriously good for the game. But anyway, uh, it's a good debate, though, guys. And I'm not about to shoot anyone down that disagrees with me. That's fine. I mean, you guys can, uh, you know, say what you like in the listener lounge and, uh, you know, disagree with me. Paul can disagree with me all he likes. Uh, me and him are still good friends, and that's the way it is. You know, that's the way it is. And I uh, and I actually enjoy that about, uh, you know, having these sorts of debates, which is always good. Well, Paul, coming up in just a moment, mate, we'd better get uh, to the next thing. And that is, look, we're going to uh, farewell uh, one of our very own good friends, actually, that's been a good part of this uh, very, very show. Uh, we're gonna. She helped. It, she helped grow it. That that that's that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna give the slight preview. She helped grow this show yeah. to where it's at now, mm. and it would be wrong to not properly say goodbye. I agree. I agree. And uh, look, as she actually says uh, to me, you know. Uh, a big thank you to everybody uh, that's made this show what it is as well. So, Carrie, big thank you to you. We're going to catch up with her uh, very, very soon as we replay uh, our chat with her as people that were the last people to actually get to speak to CG Carrie before she left. So we're going to uh, do that sh- uh, very, very soon. And also, we'll catch up with the Nev. That's on the other side of this, right here on the Escape Pod cast. This is Cubs Van Han, and you're listening to The Escape Podcast. Hey guys, it's the Nev here. If you want to hear more content from me, please come over to my channel. It's Nev. Simple as that. But if you're looking for me and you need to type something in the search, best put in my full name. It's Neil Andrew Air. You can also follow me on Twitter at PomPomTastic1. And you can find me on Discord, Nev, hashtag 9515. Hope to hear from you soon. Come on over, give me a like and a subscribe. One... Two, three. Llama, what are you doing? Well, Zed, I'm trying to count all the perks that Scotty and Paul give their Patreon supporters, but I don't think I have enough fingers. Patreon supporters can get tons of rewards and plans just start at $2 a month. Seven. Wait, what comes after seven? Visit patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. The escape pod. Cast. Guild classifieds. Turned out for what? If you're after what ten ball shards, well, you need to go and join the hive. It's the hive of scum and villainy, where they've got a guild for every type of player, and they're actually asking you to turn down for what? Now, the Hive of Scum and Villainry has a worldwide Discord community full of useful resources, which includes the Escape Podcast. They've also got bots and expert advice available to all of their members. The Hive of Scum and Villainry also ask you to turn down for what? And they can offer you everything from competitive GOTB guilds to their multiple progression guilds, each with different playstyles and requirements of participation. Head on by the cantina today and turn down for what? And an in-house recruiter will start to get you set up and enjoying all the hive of scum and villainy has to offer. Pop on by their Discord today or head on by our Discord to find out more. And remember, turned out what? Hi, this is Irulan Harkonnen from the BC Alliance and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, boys and girls, and welcome to the Escape Pod. 
podcast for kids with me, The Nev. Today, we're going to take a little bit of time to say goodbye to an old friend. Every now and then, you have to say goodbye because people move on. Sometimes they shuffle off this mortal coil, kick the bucket, become an ex-parrot. Other times, they just move on to new pastures green. That is the case today as we say goodbye to CG Carry. CG Carry had been working for EA and part of the Star Wars team for quite some considerable time. And although from time to time she was sometimes quite divisive with her comments and her posts, we still loved her. And she may have been referred to as a snarky feminist by a certain content creator, but hey, she was our snarky feminist. Yes, she was. Now, she introduced many, many quality of life improvements to the game that just weren't there until she came along, grabbed the game by the balls and put her authority stamped down on the game. Most people out there will agree. Sometimes she may have been a little bit late to the party regarding certain changes to the game. The changes were always there. She always kicked in with the quality of life changes when we really, really needed it the most. And she was always there to add extra content to the game, which was one of the most frequently complained about issues with Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Now, a lot of people out there have been speculating as to whether Carrie was fired or whether Carrie left. And to those people I say, go back to your Reddit holes, because it doesn't really matter, does it? Was she pushed? Did she jump? She's a talented lady, clearly because she's been working for EA. EA for 13 years. You don't work for one of the most evil companies in the world for 13 years unless you're bloody good at your job. Think about that. Just think about that. EA for 13 years. Our snarky feminist lasted 13 years at EA. That, that is impressive. That is quite a feat. Maybe they should put that in the GAC feat. Survive 13 years at EA. Point one million. Anyway, that's beside the point. I just wanted to say goodbye and don't forget Pom Pom Carrie. She will take care of you at your next job. She'll be there on your desk to remind you that there are people that, even though they may have disagreed with you from time to time, even though they may have been angry at you from time to time, still respected what you did for the game. And that's me, Carrie. I may have disagreed with what you did. I may have been angry with what you did. But there was always respect. I hope that the people on Reddit will calm down eventually. And some of the people will come out and say, you know, hey, may have disagreed with you, Carrie, but thanks for your hard work. Thanks for making the game better compared to what it was two to three years ago. Because... <laughs> Ultimately, that's what we're talking about here. She made the game better. For those of you like me that remember playing this game back in the early days when it was just 50, when there were no sims, when it was only one time speed, when we only had one raid, Carrie made it more raids. She got rid of the no sims. She got rid of the one time speed. All of that is thanks to Carrie. We have Carrie to thank for that. So, for the last time, Carrie, thank you. That's all for today, kids. Thanks for joining me for Storytime with the Nev on the Escape Pod. Cast for Kids. Mm-hmm.
Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and you are listening to the Escape Podcast. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lower Case Micaiah's number 0127. That's M I K A Y A S number 0127 or at MicaiahsMods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Hey everyone, Biscuit Weasel here from the planet Coruscant and the HSTR project. Some of you may have seen my latest videos about my modding and Grand Arena strategy, but I want to help you personally. Head on over to patreon.com slash biscuitweasel, that's weasel with a Z, and check out my new Patreon rewards. And while they last, the first 10 people to sign up at the $10 level will get the whole $30 package for their first month. That's patreon.com slash biscuitweasel. Remember, that's with a Z. Today. And now time for something completely shameless. This is your favorite YouTuber's favorite Greek-American swuggo YouTuber from the greater New York City area, whose name has eight letters, beginning with an H and ending with an X. Wanna guess who, TC14? Come on, guess. Horse box. Try again. Homeo box. Seriously? Horse You know what? Just forget it. I was trying to get you to say Hellenics, get dumb droid. Anyway, welcome back to the Escape Pod cast with your hosts, Paul Anthony and Scotty McLaren. Take it away, boys. I have a droid to disassemble. Oh, dear. Receiving incoming transmission. about to hear is a rebroadcast from our bonus episode from episode 16. It was recorded on June 2nd and played back on June 7th with Kerry Gauskus, the then senior producer for Galaxy of Heroes. There is nothing blatantly related to the game in this interview, but we want to take a moment to play back the interview to help preserve the memory of Kerry the way that we feel that it should be, as someone who is passionate about the game and life, just as we are. 
Our special guest today, of course, needs no introduction to the faithful players of the game, but I will give her one anyway. She's worked with such studios as Acclaim, Mythic, as Capital Games she, of course, works on uh, now. The Simpsons Tapped Out she's worked on. Uh, South Park Rally, one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games. And, of course, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes as the senior producer of the latter. You have seen her on GameSpot. You've seen her on G4 TV. Remember when that was a thing, Scotty? I do. And we are privileged to get her to get to know her a little bit better today, um, and, and our listeners as well. Uh, Carrie, welcome back to the Escape Pod. Scotty, you were going to do something for this second segment. Go right ahead, bud. Yeah, sure, man. Uh, Look, you know, the thing about Carrie is is that I've always admired uh, the way that she interacts with the community. Now, some people tend to get a little bit... uh, personal and i don't like that uh when people get a bit personal uh you know because these guys they're trying their best they're creating something that we all love which is star wars which is unreal and i just thought that what we might do right now is uh paul as you sort of alluded to i thought we should get to know carrie a little bit better instead of just the text that you see on the screen uh you know that people just send to you know go crazy about so carrie if you will indulge us we would like to get to know you a little bit more if that all right Sounds good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Carrie, first things first, you've, uh, I've been doing a bit of uh, face stalking and uh, Twitter stalking as well, and uh, you've actually tweeted a photo of an awesome tattoo on someone's back. Is that your tattoo of uh, Carrie Fisher on the back, or is that someone else? That is me. Um, my, I have a tattoo artist that I love. He's a local Sacramento artist. He works at a shop called, I am not kidding you, the Old Republic Tattoos. So you may <laughs> know why I found them. And uh, they, all those guys there do a lot of Star Wars tattoos, but they basically do other stuff. And I actually had him do my, um, I have a half sleeve, which is a Hamlet tattoo. And then I loved his work so much and he and I got along and... When you find a tattoo artist that you really love and who's kind of, you can vibe off of each other, we started talking about Star Wars. It's a passion of his and a passion of mine. Um, I actually believe he's tattooed people from Lucas as well. And um, wow. anyways, yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of people kind of in the area that have a passion for Star Wars, as you can imagine. And a lot of people get Star Wars uh, tattoos, of course. But anyway, so we started talking about my back, which was all space related. It was um, like I had like a Hubble thing and I had a, was a Galileo thing and I've got just a bunch of kind of space related tattoos. And I said to him, look, my vision for my back was that my left shoulder was the Hubble and um, it's a, a constellation there. And I was like, that's space as we understand it right now. And my right shoulder was... Um, uh, a quote from Galileo and uh, these images of stars is from the, it's actually my obsession with UI, uh, the first instance of inline te- of images in, in a book, of a, mess of a book that Galileo wrote called The Starry Messenger, and it's the Pleiades on my right shoulder. And so it was space as we understood it when we first started thinking about space. And so I wanted hmm. a Star Wars tattoo to tie all together to be like space as we imagine it, like in our wildest imaginations. And what he started to do, I, I couldn't even imagine it because he started to kind of work it into my existing tattoos. He's actually going over all of my existing tattoos. So that was just the first sitting. He spent most of the time on uh, Vader's helmet and that looks really, really clean. And he just outlined Leia and she's not, um, I didn't want it to be head on. I didn't want it to be like a likeness thing for Carrie Fisher. I wanted it to be like a vibe of Leia. So she's a yeah. little bit stylized in the artist of Luca, if you're familiar. Yes, and, I um, okay. uh, and just, uh, and I'm stoked. But yeah, that's my back. <laughs> 
That's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah, that is awesome. We'll share a pic awesome. of that in our listener lounge too, by the way, guys, because it's a great tattoo. It's some really cool art that they've done. And, you know, like I, I've seen uh, the likes of LA Inc. and all those sorts of things, and it's up there with that sort of stuff. So, guys, take a look at that yeah, in the listener lounge. One thing that's not there that I want to just say because it's a super cool idea that he had. So, like I said, I have the Hubble space telescope, and he, he re-outlined he's going to make it bigger. And then next to the Hubble, he's going to put TIE Fighters. So oh, he's, wow. He's making them kind of work together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, That's awesome. There's a cool Vader well, there too. It looks great. Yeah. <laughs> While we're talking about Leia, at the very, very beginning of this show, we had our uh, we had our very, very good friend Nev opening up this show, and he asked you, you know, how's how's your pom pom tastic Leia doing in your office? Oh, he's so sweet. Yeah. So she's. I mean, she's like on my desk. Um, in fact, she basically is sitting in front of all of the other little kind of jockey things on my desk because she's so cool. And she's like literally right behind my mouse pad. So she's there. She's hanging out. I will say that I did uh, not because of him, but just because, you know, people, I was like, is there any chance there's a recording device in this adorable little <laughs> thing? Um, I'm not, but uh, no, she's, she's amazing. And uh, that's well, a place of honor. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this. I'm worried about the same thing because right to my right on my recording studio desk is a pom pom tastic Thrawn. So maybe he's listening into both sides of this conversation right now. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to do his own pod. Yeah. Well, he does. He does. Well, I mean, it's an, a version of this podcast, but it was all the stuff we said when we stopped recording. we are very appreciative of all the work that he puts in for us as well and uh we're i'm glad that we could share a pom-pom-tastic creation alongside each (laughs) definitely post i post a picture of that on my twitter as well i can send you a picture if you want it's super cool and um and that's another thing about this community right like i mean it's just like the i'm so i feel so honored normally when people give stuff to us i give it to the team or we put it in a central location because i i i'm lucky enough to have a lot of access to things i don't need any kind of freebies or anything but this one stays with me so no one else gets it (laughs) so awesome now yes now you mentioned uh two eras um two eras when we were talking earlier about the characters but now we're gonna nail you down to just one what is your one favorite era of star wars Oh gosh, um, I, I, it's the original trilogy. I, I think you know, especially for my age um, range. I think the thing we always talk about with Star Wars is that every kind of generation has had the Star Wars movies of their generation, and that's not to say that uh, younger people don't love the original trilogy like we do. But I think that's one of the things that keeps the brand so fresh is that. You know, my friend's kids are all obsessed with the Clone Wars cartoon. And, you know, I think it's just refreshed and relevant. But so for me, there were twin boys who lived across the street. And I grew up in a time where everybody went out and played outside. And (laughs) basically always play Leia, Luke, and Han. So, like, for me, like, it's such a part of my youth, even. In fact, when I got that Vader tattoo right back, I... Um, I sent it to my mom. Well, before I sent it, I said, do you remember my Darth Vader Halloween costume? Because I basically, from the time that I was like four to 10, I didn't want to be anything else for Halloween. And so every year I was Darth Vader until, I I don't know if I got the age right, but 
it was like eight, nine, ten, something in there. The Vader, it was a plastic Vader helmet broke. And my mom, it was like the day of, my mom had to run out and buy like a witch's hat and a wart. And then that was basically the last time I cared about Halloween. Because I was like, this is stupid. I want to be oh. Vader. So I was like, remember my Vader costume? And I had this moment where I was like, did I play this up in my head? Because I love Star Wars so much. And my mom was like, <laughs> no, I remember your Vader costume. And I was like, look my back <laughs> well we'll share a picture of that in the listener lounge as well uh <laughs> <laughs> now carrie you know one of the things that i love about you is your love of animals uh i, I follow you on twitter quite a bit and uh when you share your photos of your beautiful beautiful dogs that follow you just about left right and center i mean like i've got a big heart for a dog i mean she's my best mate at home she's a cattle dog crossed with a border collie You've got a couple of them, though, and uh, yours are, are they rescue dogs by any chance that you've got? Yeah, so my second uh, one was abandoned at the, like, there's a local dog park. I, I wasn't planning on getting a second dog, um, but he was abandoned at the local dog park, and, uh, you know, he was a mess. He didn't have a chipper. I mean, he was with, with they, they, they think he was with a homeless person, and the California fires had happened. In Sacramento, um, the air quality oh. got, like, very, very bad for a while, and so he was just left at the dog park. Now, thank God they left him at the dog park as opposed to anywhere else. And so um, uh, my... The, the person who my dog sitter basically who um, looks after my dogs when I I'm not with them um, had my dog there and basically she brought her to me and said can you look after him and I said sure yeah like I'll I'll foster him for a couple of days and you know how that goes right like he's not mine forever um, and he was like ten minutes in and my first dog uh, interestingly the guy whose job that I came um, I didn't take his job he he put in his notice but the guy whose job I basically filled when I came to work on Galaxy of Heroes um, one of the first days that I was visiting to start my the new job he said oh um, I'm watching a dog and it suddenly had a, like babies and I guess the person who had the dog didn't know that um, it was pregnant which I don't know why but, oh, but again, no. and so um, then the litter only one of the puppies survived and the other it was just two and the other one had passed away way and so i just responded to him and said look you can take the day off but i need that dog and that's my first <laughs> dog gerald and she um she basically said wait, wait wait you said yeah. you said gerald she yes yes so aside from not knowing the dog was pregnant they said it's a little boy dog what do you want the dog to be called and i said gerald and so um and so i got my little boy dog and when i finally went and got him and took him to the vet and the vet said why did you put male uh, turns out we had a little gender mishap and uh you know it's 2019 now so she can be called gerald if she wants to and she likes it um well but, but, i'll tell you that boba mutt my german shepherd is a girl and I have ah, no see? problem. So, so we, we, we have, we have that in common. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll gender bender. Dog. Look, she's Geraldine when she's in trouble, but she spent, and actually, you know what I should give you? Um, actually I think it's on my Instagram where I post videos of her, but she spent the first, um, two months of her life in the office for ships overtime because we were working a lot of overtime to get the ships update done. And, um, that our office is dog friendly which i one of the things i like love about capital games Fantastic. and when you're working long yeah it's awesome when you're working these long stressful hours i will say that um there are times where just like taking a moment stopping and playing with the dog for a little bit like just you know it just the stress relief and the oxytocin and all that yeah and so there's a video we were so tired chips was like so 
wearing on us because it was so much work to get done and there's a picture of her and she's like six weeks old and everyone's giving her a shoe so there's like a pile of shoes and she's just like rolling around in shoes it's, it's, it's hilarious <laughs> oh i <laughs> love is, it that is certainly awesome oh man and so they do go everywhere with you pretty much yeah i mean i really um i've seen i've seen your dogs and then i, I you know just from the description um, like I really thought I was going to be the person that had like a, a real dog, like a dog that you throw your arms around and wrestle with. Um, but these two dogs kind of happened to me and they're both like little, like frou-frou-y dogs. Um, and I love them with all my heart and I would never trade them for the world. But, um, the, one of the plus, this is pluses to having smaller dogs is that, um, they can. So Gerald's been on, I think at this point she's been on almost 20 flights. Um, so wow. she is a, like a seasoned traveler and she goes everywhere with me. Morty, who's my other dog, he's a little bit still skittish because, you know, he kind of had a pretty traumatized kind of, we don't know how long, maybe six or seven years. And so um, we, uh, he doesn't travel as much, but yeah, they, they kind of come everywhere. That's now, awesome. Are you putting them, are you putting them in any uh, mini frou-frou clothes at all? Yes. So yes. Um, and I know that's a loaded question. Um, Gerald's ho- perennial Halloween costume is wicked. Um, yep. Partly because my understanding and she's like, she's like Shih Tzu and other things. Um, in fact, she, I call her, she's a Shih Tzu Poo because it's Shih Tzu Maltese and Poodle. And he's a Pom Poo <laughs> which is Pomeranian Poodle and, and Chihuahua. I did their both of their DNA tests so that I would know for sure, and um, <laughs> and uh, I believe that Shih Tzu's in some way are related or affiliated to Ewoks, and so um, I got her a wicked costume <laughs> immediately, and um, yeah, that's that's she's wicked. That's sensational. I have well, seen the costume; it looks awesome. Again, I'll put that in the listener lounge too because the costume looks sensational, <laughs> Carrie. And you yeah. know, I'd love to see you back in your Darth Vader outfit walking, uh, you know, this one down the street. You know, with Wicket there, I think that'd be brilliant you know you need to have the music <laughs> too paul anthony here taking a quick break we're gonna step aside for just a moment and when we return more about carrie and getting to know carrie a little bit better as a person hi this is Cyphermaster sb crumb and you're listening to the escape pod cast this show was recorded in front of a live studio audience Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lower Case Micaeus number zero one two seven. That's M I K A Y A S number zero one two seven. Or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast? Want to support Scotty and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon. For as low as $2 a month, you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit Patreon com slash the escape pod to sign up support us today hey everyone it is the heartthrob of the outer rim your boy Urs, and you are listening to the escape pod cast 
with Paul Anthony and Scotty McLaren. Boys, I think I speak for all of us when I say you are hot, you are red. Welcome back to the Escape Podcast Extra Bonus episode right now, where we're getting to know Carrie as a person. Scotty had just recommended that Carrie walk her dog dressed as Wicket. While she was dressed as Darth Vader. I, I, I will absolutely do that. Um, we have a couple of people at the office that are um, in, that have like full done costumes. I believe a few of them are 501st kind of certified costumes. And um, I, I'm going to tell it because it's like a, a sort of sweet story. Um, one of our QA guys has like a full on Kylo Ren. It's a beautiful, beautiful costume. And he goes to children's hospitals and, um, you know, goes around and sees little kids. The kids know who he is. Um, but sometimes uh, the parents don't, and uh, you know they often go. Sometimes a pair of them, Kylo Ren and Stormtrooper. But um, one time he went by himself, just as Kylo Ren, and uh, one of the parents came up to him quite concerned because they were like, "Who are you?" Um, because he was wearing a black cloak and he was carrying a weapon, and they were like, "Are you the Grim Reaper?" And we were like, "Oh no!" Because without a Stormtrooper, and if you don't know who Kylo Ren is, he's walking around a hospital. It doesn't look that good. Um, he's a total total angel and um and they they now go in a pair oh brilliant brilliant now look carrie outside of your dogs because you know your dogs are awesome and they're amazing human beings i like to say what what, you know what do you do in your downtime you know when you get away from work for a little bit and you can actually have a weekend off which i would imagine would be very rare for you especially at the moment as we're about to go into the uh dark side geonosis territory battle what do you do in your downtime what do you what 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 does carrie do I do. Uh, I do mostly just play video games, and so I'm, I'm not a very like super cool person. And so I wish I could say like, oh, I play the ukulele and I go to t- you know shows or whatever. Um, no, I do a lot of go home, uh, relax, play video games. Uh, I, I uh, actually an, a solo player got me back into WoW. Um, and I curse him forever for that. But um, I have 56 consoles. And so I have a wow. pile of games. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fanatic and a collector. And um, I try to play video games whenever I can. Unfortunately, because I'm playing WoW right now, the, the stack of PS4 and Xbox games that are piling up is getting out of control. But um, it's okay. Because we're making progression on Mythic Desire Lore. And that's all that matters. <laughs> I like it. But, you know, have you got the old Atari and Sega and Nintendo and all that? Have you got all yes. those? Yes. Yes. I have a 2600, a 5200, a 7800, a Jaguar. I have a Nintendo. Oh. I have six or seven NESs. I have a top-loading NES. I have the new mini NES. I have a SNES. I have a PAL SNES. I have a Japanese SNES. I have an N64. I have, uh, you know, a Wii, like, you know, a GameCube, two GameCubes. I, I, I really, a ClicoVision and television. I mean, if you can name it, I probably have it. Uh, Turbo okay. Graphics. Let's, let's see. I've got, sitting in my garage, a Commodore 128. Oh, okay. No, I have, a, I mean, I have a Commodore 64, obviously, but I don't have a 128. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, Paul, Paul, <laughs> yeah. it was it, it was in your garage, but now it's in Carrie's house. So uh, that's I, right. I, 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 think, <laughs> uh, I did stop like, she does- getting out of control. Like it really, I have like in my guest room. Uh, my mom's coming to visit, and I basically haven't like unpacked the the forty like, ten, like kind of uh, packing bins of consoles that are just sitting there. And I was like, I hope you don't mind being surrounded by video game consoles. Wow. <laughs> we have to do a Sonic the Hedgehog well, Championship sometime. 
Oh, um, so I will say one thing about that. So I have, um, there's an engineer uh, in the studio who, and actually, I think he actually, his name is CG Hedgehog when he talks about the game. And I think he's actually going to start making an appearance on Reddit. He is the biggest Sonic fan I have ever met in my entire life. <laughs> and when this whole kind of controversy came out with the look of the character in the movies, I started trolling him by basically talking about how much I don't like the game. And I was like, yeah, I mean, what is it's a bad game anyway. And you wouldn't believe <laughs> he showed up in my office. I wish I could give you his picture, but I wouldn't do that with permission. He was wearing like a Sonic hat and like a Sonic jacket. <laughs> and he was holding like a statue, like a memorabilia thing. And he showed up and he was like, I want to talk about Sonic. Like very important. Um, no, I, um, I would not be very good at that championship. I would be very good at a double dragon championship. Oh, yeah. Nice. If you happen to get that picture, if you happen to get that picture in time, go ahead and send it over to us. We'll throw it in the listener lounge for people to, I people have to it. I'll check ask his out. permission. <laughs> All right. And so, um, well, you mentioned that he's, he's going to be on Reddit. Please tell us that you don't spend too much time there. Um, well, if you ask them, you, yeah, then clearly I don't because I ignore all of their questions. Um, no, like, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, I'm, obviously, you can tell that I, I do spend probably a little too much time reading Reddit um, and, and our forums and other places. Look, I, I, I do a lot of what I would call temperature checking, and I try to do it um, because I, I do think that I um, – can tell when something's a big, big deal and when something is not as big of a deal and trying to kind of gauge between that. I will say the whole five to eight uh, refresh thing really threw off my gauge because that to me wasn't going to be a big thing because we had said it was temporary. And so it was sort of like, it really shocked me. But I also felt like that was actually like when you go to the doctor and you say this hurts and the doctor's like, it's something else over here. It was more about like um, a reflection of the crunch and pain and all that. Mm. Um, well, all of that is to say that I spend a good amount of time looking at Reddit and I, I also have to sometimes strategically take a little break. Like I've been sick for a couple of weeks. I haven't been reading Reddit as much because it does get um, overwhelming. Mm, I'll bet. I'll bet. And Carrie, you know, especially with, uh, you know, the, the likes of Reddit, you know, you yourself actually uh, know what that's all about uh, when it comes to doing a weekly podcast and uh, copying the trolls left, right and center. Can you give us any tips about doing a podcast? Well, I was very fortunate to be at GameSpot Entertainment. I mean, um, sorry, GameSpot.com at the time where I felt like it was just such a, like a like group of people that was just amazing. And we did a weekly podcast called The Hotspot and it was awesome. Um, I think for me, one of the hardest things about a podcast because I'm such a talker is that finding that balance of when to jump in, when to make the joke, when not to make the joke, especially if you're not all in the same room. And I know you guys are doing this like across the world, which is awesome. We are. <laughs> but it can be really hard, right? Like when to find the balance, the beats and, and all of that. Um, so I used to try to save up my energy for like a rant, you know, and I would like kind of, I would always want to be talking because that's who I am, but I would try to wait and, and I still people still contact me occasionally time and time because I went on this huge uh, rant about the fractals back in the day. And that's, I don't even know if they still exist, but um, <laughs> I was really kind of against gender separated competition. And so I kind of, you know, I would sort of wait and then like just kind of let loose and people would kind of let me just rant for five minutes, which made me happy. Kind of like what I'm doing to you guys right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ranting for five minutes. That sounds familiar, Scotty. Yeah, it doesn't adjust, Paul. That's exactly what you uh, do, man. You're like, have you been like hanging out with CG Carry for quite some time, have you, man? Like, you know, it sounds like you she, both- She taught me all that I need to know. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> now, Carrie, we're we're gonna f- uh, rapid fire here a few things. Um, so, do you follow sports? And if so, who are your teams in the four majors? I do follow sports. I primarily follow football. I'm a Redskins fan, diehard, um, but I've lived through 20 years of misery, so I'm a kind of a Seahawks fan as like a secondary team. Um, I'm an Orioles okay, fan. Okay, I'll stop you there. Okay, stop. I'll stop you there because I am a Browns fan, so I feel your pain. Right, exactly. You know exactly what that's like. Hey, and meanwhile, um, over and in Australia, that, right? in, in Australia, I'm a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. We got the wooden spoon for way too many years, and uh, you know Russell Crowe took us over. We've win, we've won a premiership, so I know what you're feeling. Man. I know exactly what you're feeling, Carrie. Except for the winning the premiership recently, and then I'm an Orioles fan, but I'm not a huge fan of baseball. I just really like attending it, and Camden Yards is a, a great baseball park. And I also lived mm-hmm. in New York for a long time, so watching I've, I've seen the Orioles play twenty something times. They've always won when I've watched them play, and that includes multiple times at Yankee Stadium, which was not a common occurrence. And watching mm-hmm. angry Yankee fans wearing all Orioles gear is super fun. Um, I'm a Knicks fan, but not, but that's because I didn't really get into basketball super hardcore until I was in college in New York. And also I loved a lot of those Knicks from that era came from um, the Hoyas and Georgetown. I grew up in DC. Mm. Um, and is there a fourth major sport? Are you going to say hockey? Oh yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> hockey. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk to you. It's okay. It's okay. Half the, half the population doesn't. And uh, that's all right. I enjoy my Stanley cup. Go Blues right now. I'm, I'm a Red Wings fan by heart, but a lot of my friends are from St. Louis, so go Blues. <laughs> and there were a lot of Fair, Fairweather Caps fans in Washington when they started to be good. And, and so, like, I sort of res, uh, sort of resolutely was like, I'm not going to suddenly like hockey just because my team's doing well. So I just support a lot of teams that are kind of crap. Carrie, what's your favorite food? Oh, um, oh, uh, so... It's probably in the Vietnamese food family. Like, I really like a lot of kind of Southeast Asian food. I think the flavors are kind of off the charts. And so, um, like, banh mi is probably my favorite. Awesome. Uh, when are you coming to Australia? Uh, you know, so we have a studio in Australia, Fire Monkeys. Um, those guys are amazing. And I always feel bad for them because they're always traveling out here to see us. Um, the problem is my dogs. Like, like there have been times where I've entertained going and moving to Australia. The problem is is uh, the dogs. Like, I don't know how to get around the whole quarantine thing. Yeah, so, well, that's right. Um, yeah, you don't want to be a Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, man. Pistol and Boo got no, told no. to piss off out of the country. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not screwing around with ecosystems. Right? I don't know anything about how any of that works. I'm not trying to mess around with that. I love my dogs, but I'm sure that they have bugs on them. So, um, <laughs> I mean, they're great, but they probably have something. And so, um, I need to visit. I really, really would like to visit. I just, it's, it's time, man. Yeah, understood. Understood. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Ketchup or mustard on hot dogs? Oh, mustard and onions the only thing you put on a hot dog. But, but that being said, that's something I would put on a hot dog. I respect anyone's choice to put whatever they want on anything. <laughs> nice. But if you don't put mustard, something's wrong with you. Carrie, what's it like to work at a gaming studio? It's the best job in the world. And it there are times where you take the one thing that you love the most from like a passion standpoint and you make it work and you, you start to get a little bit twitchy. Nice. And if you were stranded on a deserted island, who would it be with? 
do they have a say in the matter? Because it's probably my dogs in Idris Elba. <laughs> no, they don't. So that would be great. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening and sharing this interview with us yet once again. The news struck all of us in different ways of Carrie's departure from electronic arts, and we felt this was the best way for us to say thank you. More on this from Scotty and I when we return with The Bridge on the Escape Pod cast. Godspeed, Carrie. Hey there, it's Zylo Takedown from Takedown Games, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast. Guild Classifieds. Turn down for what? If you're after what tam shards, well, you need to go and join the Hive. It's the Hive of Scum and Villainry, where they've got a guild for every type of player. And they're actually asking you to turn down for what? Now, the Hive of Scum and Villainry has a worldwide Discord community full of useful resources, which includes the Escape Podcast. They've also got bots and expert advice available to all of their members. The Hive of Scum and Villainry also ask you to turn down for what? And they can offer you everything from competitive GOTB guilds to their multiple progression guilds, each with different playstyles and requirements of participation. Head on by the cantina today and turn down for what? And an in-house recruiter will start to get you set up and enjoying all the Hive of Scum and Villainry has to offer. Pop on by their Discord today or head on by our Discord to find out more. And remember, turn down for what? Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! Nikaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord at all lowercase Micaeus number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at mikaeusmods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. One, two, three. Llama, what are you doing? Well, Zed, I'm trying to count all the perks that Scotty and Paul give their Patreon supporters, but I don't think I have enough fingers. Patreon supporters can get tons of rewards and plans just start at $2 a month. Seven. Wait, what comes after seven? Visit patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. This is Grande Patron from Reality Skewed Gamers. I'm kind of a big deal. And you're listening to The Escape Pod. The Escape Pod. Cast. The Bridge. Yeah.
Yes, and welcome back to the Escape Podcast as we get into the bridge for today. And uh, look, Paul, that just brought back a lot of memories, my friends. You know, speaking to uh, Carrie Guskus, mate, what an absolute legend she was for this game. And uh, you know, we I miss her dearly, man. Let's uh, let's let's do our tribute to her right now, shall we? Let's definitely do that. Um, for those who aren't aware. Um, you know, I had, I, I, well, I mean, a lot of you are aware that I had to go fund me for Christy. Um, but I'm not sure if a lot of you are aware that the amount of support that she get, has given to Christy, um, in, in talking to her, um, and also the, the support that was given right off the bat. Um, I'm not going to get into everything. Scotty, mm-hmm. but what I can tell you is that you know what what I'm com- you already know everything, but what I'm comfortable you know telling people, you know, Thaddeus from Going Nerdy posted the GoFundMe on his page. And yeah. Carrie, before she even knew me, knew the podcast or anything like that, she retweeted it and said the Star Wars Galaxy Heroes fan Need some help. And when she did that, she also um, chipped in a little bit on on her own. You know, she, she put her money where her mouth is and helped out. And, and I just, you know, I, I wrote back, because um, on GoFundMe you can say thanks. I wrote her and I said, you know, thanks for tweeting it out and getting all that out. And mm. after that, she... I also joked and said, hey, I, I do a podcast. I'd love to have you on. She's like, yeah, let's actually do that. And I'm like, all right. And that's how we scored the interview. A lot of people are like, yeah. how did you score this interview, man? And it, it's, I was a decent human being and said, thank you. <laughs> that's how I scored the, how I scored us the interview. Well, it wasn't just that too. I mean, you know, look, she also came to our aid as well. Um, to try and get as many people listening into the podcast so that they could support you and Christy. And that's the reason why we got the interview, Paul. That's the that's the big reason. Yeah. And she's got a heart of gold, Carrie, and, you know, I'll always love her for that. And uh, that's that's the true reason, isn't it, mate? Yeah, that's, uh, that is it. Plus, you know, her being able to make the uh, make the vault giveaway happen. That too, um, yeah. it's. I, I would I would be amiss to say that without her, two thirds of the GoFundMe would not have been able to be funded. To to be to be quite honest with you, Scotty, two thirds of that would have never happened. No, I agree, um, and that's exactly what she was for for this particular show. Um, 100% agree with you, mate. And look, not only that, you know, with the GoFundMe, I mean, like, it was also the support that she gave us um, with a number of things. You know, she was certainly someone that was always there for us. And we wish her all the very best into the future. And, uh, you know, look, we and, we and know that we're going to stay friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then know that it was not just the GoFundMe, as you, as you just said, the, the, uh, the coaching, you know, the... How how long I think I think all in all you know we actually talked 
to her for five hours and it wasn't mm. just because she was you know she was there you know and we wanted to get as much possible you know in, in between recording while we're saving the files we're we're talking about ever anything and everything under the sun yeah and she's she's giving us feedback on you know i i've heard you guys do this on the show you know try doing this i mean she she wanted to see us succeed and there's no other thing to say than thank you and not even verbalizing that is good enough to show the appreciation absolutely man and you know look i 100 percent agree with you on that uh 150 percent and uh you know look I'll, I'll just say that you know no matter where she goes no matter what she does uh into the future the escape podcast will always be there for her uh no matter what she does and uh you know i'm, I'm happy to buy the hair dye for her after getting white hairs after <laughs> <laughs> being at capital games and uh also ea as well i'll happily give her some hair dye for that but look you know uh yeah look she she's a wonderful human being and uh you know she will be missed absolutely missed uh from from yeah. us and uh no matter what she does in the future as i say you know look guys we'll, we'll always be there for her and if she wants a platform to come on to to tell everyone what uh she's going to get up to next we'll happily give it to her because she's someone that we really 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 uh you know hold dear to our hearts she's become a friend of ours and uh she's very close to us as well uh so you know on behalf of the entire star wars galaxy of heroes community or the escape podcast community carrie Look, I know you got a lot of negativity out there, but I got to say, we loved you and we're going to miss you. So thank you. Paul. Well said, Scotty. Well said. No problems, mate. All right. Now, look, you know, uh, this is the bridge. (laughs) This this is is the bridge. bridge. So if the uh, listener lounge wants to stop talking about sports and actually ask us questions, we'll gladly take them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you started it, man. I mean, you were throwing out there about the whole thing with uh, with Carrie and her sports team. So, you know, that's all good, brother. That's all good. But uh, no, look, you know, I've got to say that, you know, look, we've had a... um, you know, it's it's been a good run. It's been a great run. And, you know, I, I can't not also say a big thank you to Paul, actually, mate, if we if, if we're gonna do a thank you here, man. I mean Carrie was Carrie was wonderful, but I've also gotta say a big, big, big shout out to uh to Crumb who's also a very, very, very good friend of this show. And, uh, you know, big shout out to Crumb. He's, He's someone that I would like to see lead us into the future. If uh, it can't be Carrie, well, Crumb's my man. So... I, I would like to see that. But look, it's on it's up to the Capital Games and EA to decide on who comes next, but as the senior producer, but Crumb, mate, we are on your side too. So no matter what, mate, we'll be we'll be there. It, the the thing about Crumb, you know, is is as I mentioned in the thing, you know, he already is the community manager. We would love love to see him become more of the forward face of everything. And that being said, we also need to hear about his trip to Galaxy's Edge. Yes, yes. And as Tenpool says in the uh, listener lounge too, Paul, if you'll indulge me, you know, it's it, it, yeah, maybe we should storm CG 
because they can't stop us all and we want to see them aliens, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Shout out to Ted Pool. Uh, that was hilarious. Now, uh, look, you know, uh, there's something else that I also want to say. Uh, look, thank goodness that my bet with Nev is now uh, complete. But uh, what's going to happen next is, is that we're about to move into the five test match series of cricket. Now, I know that there's a lot of people in there that don't know what cricket is and they don't understand it. That's fine. But we're about to move into that. And uh, this is the Ashes. This is the biggest thing that happened in cricket. And uh, I can tell you that, that Nev and I have got a little bit of a bet going on with this one as well. And uh, I'd no longer have to say that uh, England is the best cricket team in the world. That's gone. Uh, <laughs> it's not an insect. It's a game. It's a great game. It's one of the greatest games in the world. And uh, Nev and I have got a great little bet going on there. And that is to get characters up to gear 13 of whoever loses the ashes. And I'm not looking forward to this. It'll be uh, veteran Han, which is my character, uh, taking <laughs> on uh, veteran Chewbacca for uh, our good friend the Nev. So that's where we're at at the moment. So yeah, that's what that's what we're going to be doing. So yeah, it's going to be yeah. I know I need to stop Heinzy. I know I need to stop. Uh, you know, I really didn't want to make this bet, but hey, Nev's there, and this is. <laughs> Yeah, this so is how it's... I, I'm just going to point this out, Scotty. Every single time a host of the Escape Pod cast makes a bet on anything with one of our listeners or one of our cast members or anything, we end up losing. We do. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a bet that I really didn't want to take. Uh, so if someone wants to step in and uh, do that bet for me, Heinzy, I'm looking at you from the ANZGC. Uh, <laughs> I'll happily let you do that bet, mate. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, yeah, a bit of fun. bit of fun. That's that's where we're all at. But uh, who do I think? Okay, now moving on to the real questions. And Chancellor Gubertine asks, uh, what do you all think will be the next meta? Uh, I'm thinking it's a combination of either Padme or it's going to be Separatists. What about you, Paul? Well, uh, Zet, I mean, we, we might already have the next meta with Wat Tambor and we just don't know it yet. But uh, Zaz actually asked a question in just a, uh, just before all the craziness of you talking about the ashes. He says, do you think Jedi High Council faction will be a good idea? I think yes. that we will get reworks. We will get a legendary character, you know, of some type that will be the that will be the next uh, thing and it's going to be a light side meta as i mentioned in the beginning well will it be the clones shout out to mcmole too who was here with us as well and uh will it be mcmole's two's clones well it would be very nice uh to see that uh big fan of mcmole two's channel too guys and i've got to say uh go over and have a look at that uh man some of the stuff that he's been up to lately is just insane and uh it's really cool make sure you go and have a look at uh, some of the content that mcmole two has been putting out there big fan of mcmole too Big, big, um, big, big fan. So, um, Dagger contradicts me. He says, I doubt we'll get a legendary Jedi because we have GMY. Yeah, and say that to Malik and Darth Revan, okay? Thanks. <laughs> now, now, now. Now, now. Uh, uh, I'm bitter. The flavor of the tea today is bitter. 
<laughs> uh, before the Separatist rework, uh, General Grievous Droids were the best team for Seven Star Padme. Do we think that the Geos are not, uh, the, yeah, Dooku and Newt rework? Do we think that it's going to be uh, those guys? Do we think that Newt and Dooku and Wat Tambor uh, might be the might be the one? Paul, that's a good question. I think uh, I think that that that. Yeah, we might be seeing that, if that's true. Newt, Newt, definitely. Dooku? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, the Geos as a whole? <laughs> no. They no. suffer the same thing that happened to my, to my B1, <laughs> that they become a liability more than a benefit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Jawa Meta from JJ Manners, our scriptwriter from Australia. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> who knows? The Jawas they- could certainly become the Meta. <laughs> Utini. <laughs> <laughs> Proteiny, I love it. Uh, all right, well, look, that about uh, wraps us up uh, on the Escape Podcast for this week. But uh, look, Paul, before we do go, man, uh, just once again, a uh, big thank you to uh, CG Carry for everything that she's done uh, for this game, and uh, we do wish her all the very, very best into the future. Paul, what do you think? Yeah. Well yeah. said, and uh, I gave it back to you last week after I used it, so Scotty, push the button. I've got it back! What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention, this is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship, abandon ship. All personnel proceed to escape pods. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog.